Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Man, I love that intro, and thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Plan with the Tax Man. Mark here alongside with Tony Morrow once again, talking about investing, finance, and retirement. Tony, buddy, how are you? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for asking. I appreciate you taking a few moments out of your time, as always, to do our little podcast here. And uh, I got some good topics for us to talk about. And I wanted to ask you right out of the gate, because I know you mentioned to me before that you've got a son who's uh, who's contemplating taking the, the big plunge and getting married, right? That's correct. Yeah. And so uh, I wanted to ask you, have you heard about wedding loans? I didn't even know this existed. Apparently, it's a fairly new trend in the industry where companies now specifically work with young couples and loan them money for their wedding. And the rates are crazy, anywhere from 5%, which I guess isn't bad, but to 36% depending on the applicant. What's your thoughts about what? I'm just surprised that someone didn't think of it sooner and I'm kind of kicking myself for not thinking of it. That's a great business idea. (laughs) I'll tell you what, it really is. And I did not know about it myself until my son didn't ask me about it, but someone had asked me about it. One of our tax clients email. And so I I had never heard of it before. I think it's kind of crazy to be honest. I do too. Yeah. You know, it, as I'm trying to talk to him, I mean, everybody's different, but seems like, from what some of the younger people are saying these days, that some of these weddings seem to, as far as costs go, seem to be getting way out of hand, oh, at least in are. my opinion. And yeah. I'm not all that old, but you know, it it really is, you know, crazy that people are spending thirty to fifty thousand dollars plus on twenty four hours. And you know, yeah. uh, we've talked about it a little bit, and you know, I just said, you know. Be mindful of, uh, you know, your soon-to-be spouse's parents' money if that's the route you're going. And I certainly wouldn't borrow money for it. If I was giving advice, definitely I would not borrow money for a 24-hour party. Yeah, and that's that's uh, kind of my th- stance, too. I was thinking about that, Tony. It's like, whatever just happened to saving, you know, like – save up for something, you know what I mean? And right. I mean, I, I mean, kudos to the business owner for thinking, Hey, this is a great business model and they're probably sure. going to do very well. But for the individual, man, it's like save up for some things. And, and also as a tax preparer, as a financial professional in the things that you do, money is the biggest thing usually that couples argue about. Do you really want to start a marriage with a big giant wedding loan? Exactly. I mean, you've got, especially for the young people already a, a bunch of potential hurdles and roadblocks, student you know, loans and everything house. else. Yeah. yeah. Student loans. And to add that a wedding loan on top of that, you know, any money you, you may get as gifts, you know, you're going to turn right back around out and pay it back out. Potentially it yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I suppose there is a need for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So you want to you want to do the wedding of our dreams kind of thing. Yeah, uh, you might wind up paying through the nose for it. So interesting business model. Uh, certainly, I, yeah, I'm with you. I would say the advice would be, you know, for a lot of our our podcast listeners, they probably have kids or grandkids in that position. I would definitely give them that advice to try to save, and that's going to be our main topic. So we're going to turn to that right now, and we're going to discuss 
you know, even responsible savers, Tony, make mistakes from time to time. You know, you see tons of people, they come into your office, you've got clients, you probably have some that are fantastic savers, others that, you know, not so much. That's why they need a little help, need mm-hmm. a little coaching. But, you know, there are a few missteps that can happen even for the best of us who uh, do a good job saving. So let's talk about a couple of those, just a few things to look out for, like just the fact that we get you know, in love with cash, for example. So if you're really good at saving money, maybe you like watching your savings account grow. Maybe there's a cash number that just makes you feel good inside when you see it in your savings account. And I understand that, but you can get too in love with cash and it winds up not doing anything for you, right? That's correct. I mean, with the rates in cash today being so, so low. And maybe going lower. We'll see. Yeah, and maybe, maybe going a little lower, you know, that and we do have some clients and some prospective clients that have done a tremendous job saving and i give them you know my hats off to being able to save as much as they have and keeping it in cash and growing it to that amount but that's all because of they've saved the money you know none of that is really due to growth and especially some of the people approaching retirement they've got a lot of money in cash and now it's okay we, we've got to turn this into some income for you right or you're going to just going to have to start withdrawing your principal and so we have to kind of change their mindset a little bit and we got to put this money to work in a safe way for you and you know just have enough cash maybe you know to have your emergency fund and you know maybe a, a rainy day fund if that's still yeah. important to you but yeah you know I, I think about a story i saw a while back a, a guy had a hundred thousand i guess it was like a hundred thousand dollars he had saved and he was talking with i guess he came in to work with an advisor and the advisor had published this kind of this story, and the gentleman he had said to him, he said, "What is the hundred thousand dollars for? It's all you know, all in cash." He said, "Well, that's just my rainy day fund." And he's like, right. "What kind of emergency do you like? What kind of lifestyle are you living that a hundred thousand dollars is your emergency fund?" Now, I mean, I'm sure that exists for some people, but right. at the end of the story, to make it make a long story short, you know, the gentleman didn't need nearly that much, and so he was able to take a good chunk of that and make that more productive for him. In, you know, in his retirement plan. So exactly. So don't get too enamored with cash. Uh, don't fall in love with a specific amount too much. Just make sure it's being effective and doing a good job for you. And you mentioned risk. So let's talk about that. Sometimes people who are really great at, at aggressively saving, they're pumping money into their 401ks or their IRAs. Well, their riskometer gets a little broken and they're, they're not really thinking about the markets up and down, which is probably a good thing, but they're just pumping money in there and they're not really kind of paying attention to how much that particular 401 might be weighted in the risk category. Maybe it's taking on more risk than they should be. Yeah. And, you know, with today's markets being, you know, at and near all time highs, you know, they've seen a lot of growth, especially over the last six, seven years. And they tend to forget about, especially if if they're, again, getting a little nearer to retirement, right? that we probably need to pull back that aggressiveness a little bit. Sometimes it's been on autopilot for 20 years. Exactly. Yeah. Never paid, you know, any attention to it. But boy, you, you know, you go to need that money in two years from now and we have a, a setback and they always come and nobody really knows when. And so we, you got to stay on top of it and at least look at that, especially as you're getting close to retirement and get a little less risk in your portfolios for sure. 
Yeah, and and I think they lead into each other for my next point as well, Tony. Because like you said, you know, maybe you've had it for twenty years and you're on autopilot, and you're let's say it's the fifty five hundred dollars a month that you're pumping into your four hundred one k or whatever, and you get all this money accrued and you're getting close to retirement. Well, now what have you got? You've got this giant tax time bomb <laughs> that's just sitting yes, there. Yes, you do. And so you're you're doing a great job saving, but maybe you didn't look down the road and say, okay, ooh, I'm going to have to give Uncle Sam his share of this. So Maybe it's a good idea to stop and talk to your advisor and say, hey, how can we set up ways to uh, hopefully limit the exposure? You don't want a WMD to, you know, when you pull your RMDs, you don't want it to be a WMD to your retirement plan, no. right? No, exactly. In fact, just a quick plug here. I helped author a book called, you know, Diffusing the Ticking Tax Time Bomb exactly. with another uh, another advisor. And we talk a lot about this. And this is really big because... Just like you said, you know, people, they've, they've done what they wanted to do. They've saved like crazy. They've got a bunch of money in their 401ks and or IRAs. And now what? And the, the thought's always been, well, you know, my tax rate's going to be lower when I retire. But these days, sometimes it isn't. And you start pulling money out of these and you've got more of a tax problem than you had when you were working. And there are ways to fix it or at least limit it. But, you know, you've got a plan and you've got to get on it early. Nope, I agree. And there's so many things that kind of factor into the retirement plans. We talk about them all the time, which is why we try to break them up each time we do a podcast and give you some different things to think about. So you want to make sure you're having these conversations with your advisor. And of course, Tony's been doing this for over 23 years. He's an EA and a CFP. So there's a great resource here for you in the Des Moines area. Now, don't forget to go check him out online at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. While you're there, you can subscribe to the podcast as well on Apple or Google or whatever platform you choose. You can also just call if you have questions or concerns before you take any action at 844-707-7381. That's 844-707-7381. Of course, Tony is at Tax Doctor Inc., serving the Central Iowa area, Des Moines Professional Alternative. So the final piece of our savers bit here, Tony, I wanted to run past you is, okay, so... We've talked to you about not getting too in love with cash. Make sure that you don't have lazy money sitting around. We talked to you about making sure that you're rebalancing so that you're not doing too much risk as you're getting close to retirement and hopefully working on ways to reduce that ticking tax time bomb. And then finally, just don't forget what all this saving, you've done a great job saving and don't you know just don't forget what it's all been for. It's been for you to use and enjoy in retirement. And I do think sometimes a really diligent saver's they get to retirement and then they don't want to spend it because they work so hard to get it. They don't want to see those numbers dwindle, but right. that's not really the point, right? You earned it. You saved it. Go have fun with it. Live a little. It's time, yeah, it's time to spend it. It's time to, you know, make a plan for, for the spending, you know, area of your life. And my dad's going through that right now. You know, he's, he's finally decided to retire. He's 78 years old. He has done a good job of saving and He's exactly like that. Not only is he worried anytime his bank balance drops below like 50000 he doesn't want to spend his money. And I think he just likes looking at it sometimes. <laughs> right, saying, exactly. Wow, yeah. know, I, I did this. And, you know, it, I'm trying to say, you know, within reason, and what, you know, you like to do, you should get out and, and enjoy it because, you know, that's the whole reason we're doing it. 
Exactly. Yeah, you got to live a little. You got to step out there and enjoy some of the things that you've uh, you've done all this hard work for. So I think it's a right. fun topic. I think that's been uh, hopefully useful for people. If you've got a, found a useful nugget or two of information in there, make sure you reach out to Tony about it. And I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to take an email question here to wrap up the program, the podcast for this week, and it's from Raymond in Grimes, and he says, "Tony, I own my own business and haven't paid much into Social Security over the years." even though I've had you know, a pretty nice income, is this going to be problematic for me in retirement? For some reason, I just didn't worry about it until the ripe old age of 58. Mm-hmm. And this, this is more goes along the lines of, of taxes, and we do see this a lot. So there's a couple things in here. So he hasn't paid much into Social Security. He's self-employed, but yet he's had a nice income. So more than likely what's happened is over the years that you know, he's probably whittled down his income through expenses. Hopefully they've all been, you know, legitimate. And, you know, he hasn't paid into a, into Social Security a lot. And what happens with these business owners, especially ones that want to try to, you know, get one over and say, well, you know, I don't want to pay my, my taxes. And part of that is Social Security throughout the years. Then they get to retirement and they find out that, boy, I don't have any Social Security benefit. Well, right. if you don't pay anything in, you don't get anything out. And I had an uncle that happened. this happened with, and he was a remodeler for years, made a decent living, never paid any, any Social Security. And, you know, now their Social Security benefit is like 1600 a month, didn't save a lot, you know, and you're kind of stuck with that. And you get to age 58 or 60, you can't really make all those years up. And so... Would I be worried about it? Yes. You know, you hopefully you've got some savings and some other things you've done so you don't have to rely on it because it's not going to be much of a of a an income for you. Yeah, definitely. Well, I tell you what, Raymond, great question. Thanks so much. Obviously, you're thinking about it now. So give Tony a jingle. Come in and have a conversation with him and start uh, looking at the plan. Start looking at ways you can kind of address some of these concerns. 844-707-7381. That's 844-707-7381. And that's going to do it for this edition of Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow of Tax Doctor, Inc. And, of course, make sure you go check him out on the web at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. While you're there, there's a lot of good tools, tips, and resources on Tony's site. But you can also subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you choose. And that way you can get future episodes as well as check out past episodes. And we'll talk to you next time. So, Tony, thanks so much for being here, buddy. I appreciate it. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right. See you soon. Thanks so much. And we'll catch you later here on Plan with the Tax Man. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through Avantax Insurance Agency.